Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Do we think he was bad in bed? He might, he might have been mediocre in bed. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends a HuffPost podcast about The Bachelorette franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelorette season 11. Whether you love The Bachelorette or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating. I'm Emma Gray, senior women's editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, culture writer. Thanks for tuning in to our 10th episode recap, the one where they speed everything up so we can finally get to the end. I can't be sure, but I think they actually left Ireland at some point. Like, I didn't even know how to react. I know. I really thought we would be there forever. Today, we're going to talk about one rose ceremony, two overnight dates, two hometowns, and 11 billion sweaters. So many sweaters. We'll also talk to David Flumenbaum, the managing editor of HuffPost Live, about what the deal is with all these weird man fights and so much more. Okay, so this episode, we have a lot of really glamorous dates, and Ben H. gets the first one, and most of it is like a picnic next to a castle. Seems pretty standard. Yeah. Standard Ireland. They've been there for a month. (laughs) Pretty much everything has been like a picnic by a castle or like a former castle that's now a wall. And and then Caitlin's like, oh, my God, guess what? Tonight we're going to spend the night in this castle. And Ben H. does the most incredible performance as someone who is shocked to be spending the night in a castle. I was really impressed because it's here's the thing. This is The Bachelorette. And they're in Ireland. There was like a 90% chance he was going to be spending the night in the castle. He's already probably spent several nights in castles during this actual season. And what he says something like, I never in my life thought I would be spending the night in the castle, which is okay, Ben, like calm down. You definitely knew you were going to be in a castle tonight. But, you know, like he seemed happy. It was adorable. He was adorable. They had an adorable morning after. She wore a little sweater outfit. That was there were there were lots of really sweaters. Cute. He was cute. They like switch sweaters. I think not much point. more to say about. Yeah, it. so good for them. Then we move on to Caitlin's date with Sean, which was I was anticipating because I thought that Sean might not even make it to this date without like suffering. He's been some having sort of some anxiety issues to say yeah. the least. Anxiety mixed with rage. Um, but this was actually a pretty cute, lighthearted date. We kind of got a taste. Again, of how much Caitlin actually likes him and why they kind of work together. Because I was really starting to forget why she was into him (laughs) at all. Like, I am liking him less and less 
every week that goes by. But this at least reminded me that Caitlin is genuinely into this guy. And he also was able to rock that uh, outfit really yeah, pretty well. Yeah, like a hot pink hot golfing shirt. shirt and like green Bright, bright pants. blue pants. Blue, blue pants, deep bright, blue. Bright blue. It was tough on the eyes, but if anyone could pull it, it off, it would be Sean. He is, he is like a pretty bold style as it is. He does. I, I so do appreciate that he, about he him. He can rock that outfit, um, but not for long. He was not. He was not in that outfit. I think he actually just. Uh, so they played Truth or Dare, and he right. Takes very dare. little was spent on the golfing. Much yeah. more time on the Truth or Dare. I, and I think that's so. First of all, Sean is not a very good golfer. Caitlin was winning. She was shocked. She was like, "I think I'm actually winning." And I was like, "Caitlin, just because you're a girl doesn't mean you can't beat Sean at golf." Like he kept hitting balls into the water. Like he didn't know what he was doing, um, and he was really turned on by how she was hitting balls. I don't want to get into that. <laughs> but um, so they play truth or dare. He picks dare. Because he's a dare kind of guy. Yeah. He says, who picks truth anyway? And I was like, I pick truth. Same. We both tweeted. At the, we weren't watching together <laughs> last night. And both of us tweeted at the same time. Like, hey, hey. Yeah. Get, get off of I our backs. I was like, you know what? Truth. Opening up emotionally <laughs> is just as brave as streaking across a golf course. And you know Some what? of us would emo- rather emotionally bear our souls than bear our bodies. I think that Sean should look into that a little bit. Maybe he would be less filled with rage. Um, <laughs> so he goes for dare, and Caitlin immediately is, immediately is like, I want to see you naked. I mean, um, you need to streak across the golf course. Well, and he's like, oh, I have to take off this the, outfit. The what a shame. Get a little... Get a little thought of shirtless Sean. Yeah. Um, um, Because they've been in Ireland for so long and then in New York. They've only been in winter climates. We have gotten depressingly few bathing suit scenes. So maybe this is the producer's way of making it up to all of us. Yeah. And though he was wearing, like, we saw that he wears, like, long johns as well. Like man spanks. Yeah. I was like... (laughs) Is that how you fit into your tight little trousers? Or is that just like, is it really chilly in Ireland? You know what? Doesn't matter. He pulled them off. And uh, and then he pulled them off. And, and Caitlin <laughs> ran off with his clothes and they chased each other around. I was like, okay. They, yeah. they like each other. It was very, very cute. Very adorable. So... And that, well, because then they talk at dinner and Sean is like, that's just like a normal weekend. You know, that's just like what we would do. And I was like go streaking in public? Like, are you insane? That's a terrible idea. Um, But yeah, they had a lovely time. And so then Caitlin decides to ruin it. By bringing up Nick. Caitlin, haven't we learned our lesson? (laughs) Bringing up Nick to Sean and Sean to Nick never yields good things. Yeah, she's like, I hate to bring this up, like grinning. like. like, But all the producers told me I had to. Yeah, (laughs) but... You know, they still have their overnight date. She's like, now's a good time for me to pull out the overnight date card and be like, now that I've accused you of being a huge man whore, want to spend the night with me? (laughs) He's like, yes. Yes, I do. He's like, look, we both know we are trying to have post-rage sex right now. (laughs) And uh, and then it's time for the rose ceremony. So action-packed episode. It's like... First, we had no rose ceremonies and no dates, and now it's like all the dates, all the dates, all the roses, all the, rose all the overnights, all the families. And also, like a bunch of fights, and it's like just everything. It's all too much. Um, during the rose ceremony, Kaylin was wearing this beautiful dress. Damn. It was like, it was like down Plunging. to her navel. 
neckline. It looked good. A member of my family, who will remain nameless, when she said, my heart is beating out of my chest, this member of my family tweeted at me, her heart isn't the only thing beating out of her chest, and then deleted it out of shame, I assume. (laughs) But um, I think she looked great. And uh, no sparkles, though, this time. She looked amazing, but this is the first time I think we've seen her yeah, wear a rose ceremony dress look. that didn't look like a disco ball in she a good looks, way. She looks beautiful in everything. It's crazy. It's like she's, she's a really good-looking person or as something. As much disdain as I have <laughs> for a lot of the men on this season, that's how much I love Caitlyn. She's just great. She, she can't do any wrong. Um, and she sends Ben home. They have that awkward, stilted goodbye conversation. And and then she's just set with, with Nick and Sean, who are stalking around each other on the carpet. Did you see that? That was another genius move by the producers. I, they, they left them in this room alone with only their one glass of champagne each, which they quickly <laughs> downed and then were just refusing to make eye contact and pacing. But also neither of them left the carpet. Like I'm envisioning the producers behind the scenes being like, okay, guys, do whatever you want. Just don't leave this like six foot by six foot carpet. Okay. So they're just I can imagine that going on for 45 minutes. It was well edited in like with no like music. So it seemed silent showdown. Which brings us to the family day. (laughs) Suddenly we are off to Utah. Yeah. <laughs> Most disappointing Wait, location no, ever. We're in Utah. Yeah. If Neither they were going to bring them to, no, if they were going to bring the families to a different location, I really wish they'd been like Bermuda. Right? It was very weird, too, because the first thing we see with the hometown dates is Nick is like, here we are. And they're sitting on like a mountaintop. And there's a huge, beautiful, like, artisanal fire pit and lanterns all around them. And they're just overlooking the mountains and drinking. And it's like, where are they? Like, what's happening? This isn't his hometown. What's going on? It's the- So do we think that they switched it up in order to deflect Reality Steve, who always posts spoilers? Because I feel like it's pretty easy to spoil... The hometown dates. They have to bring the whole crew out to right. the place the person and grew up. And too, that makes it even harder. Right. Yeah. yeah I feel like this was point. smart for in terms of not leaking spoilers. Right. But it did mean Caitlin had to and spend for, her entire time in Ireland and Utah. <laughs> God. It's grim. And for unobservant viewers like me, I just thought that Nick grew up in that Really in the hotel. In that huge hotel suite. I was like, that's like a really so great. so crazy that Sean grew up in the same hotel suite. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was really sad actually watching Nick's family. They were yeah, so I very worried. earnestly felt bad for them. His mom was just immediately crying, clearly so worried that her son was going to get his heart trampled and presumably also his reputation trampled yeah. yet again. You know, I, I can't I can't imagine that it's easy to be an immediate family member of someone who gets ripped to shreds by tabloids yeah. on social media. I get upset. You know, and I'm just a completely uninvolved observer. And I just I, I would 
I don't know if I could handle it if I was his family. They all they all seemed like a little annoyed at him for doing it again. I think they were like, you're really going to pull us onto this <laughs> shit again. Yeah, they, they, they were sitting there just stone-faced, like, I can't believe we're here again. They all seem really normal, too. Yeah. His and mom you can seemed see, great. Like, where his Nick sister. gets certain little things, like his like nervous smile and certain little habits like that, because his brothers look pretty similar to him, which was sort oh, of yeah. funny. He and his brothers are like variations on a theme. Yeah, that's really hilarious. Um, and so they have, they had a really cute date with his family. They did. His family pulled it together, gave Caitlin a chance. They seemed to really like her. Yeah, and Who obviously like Caitlin. Littlest sister was a charmer. She was incredible. I felt like I could learn something from her as a journalist. She She's like, warmed so her up Caitlin, with, "How is Vancouver? <laughs> Do you love my brother?" <laughs> <laughs> so super quinky dank. Sean's hometown looks like exactly the same. As I think Nick's that hometown. they put the family in the exact same room. <laughs> yeah. Awkward. I wonder if they like met each other. Like the vials were leaving, and the yeah. I hope it was all. It was all in. the same day. <laughs> like five hours for one family, five hours for the next. Yeah. Um. And he meets. She meets his like seven older sisters. Two. Two older sisters. Um, and his it dad. Felt like a lot. And his aunt. His mom is not there. Yeah. She wasn't available. Or doesn't approve, which was my assumption. When whenever family members aren't available, I'm like they don't want to be a part. Or of they're it. a strain. Who knows? Yeah, he hasn't really spoken about his family much, right? But it's clear that his older sisters have spoiled him rotten. Like they can't even talk to Caitlin for five minutes without being like, "I know, isn't he just the best? He's amazing. He's so great." Well, I think that any family members in that position would want to kind of sell their sibling. Yes, that's true. But and I thought both of the family dates were, but were really sweet. But it's like a sweet. very older sister sort of thing. Like I would, I know, like Sam, Dan, if you're listening, I love you both. I I don't talk about my older brother that way, I, and I do talk about my younger brother that way because it's like a, a sort of it's, it's you feel like it's a more like parental sort of that's feeling, true, right? Like, and I feel like he's been like sort of parented a little bit by them. He's been coddled. Well, he even said that. Yeah. He said his sisters have been kind of like mothers to him. Right. So so I feel like there's... Well, that does make there's sense. There's a little bit of like... And this is, you know, it can go several ways with younger, youngest siblings, but I feel like he gets a little bit of that like, no, Sean want this sort of-ness because his sisters clearly just think he deserves the world. His dad is a little bit harder, and the first thing he asks him is, so what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah. He was like, Sean's in deep, man. He's in so deep. I, I'm pretty sure he was talking about the mob. I don't know if anyone told him that this was actually a reality show about <laughs> dating. But uh, Sean said, you know, it's cool. Like, it's actually really great. And I've changed. And... His dad is like, but you were so great before. <laughs> and Sean's like, no, but I'm better now. I'm even better. Which, to people watching the show, is hard to believe because he hasn't come off like someone who's changing for the better. Right. This this circumstance actually seems to bring out the worst in him. Yeah. But um, maybe it's something that is going to manifest itself later. His we dad does for tell him, you know, to... To follow his heart, drop the L bomb, which he he, which he does. He does it in like the meanest way, though. He's like, I said I was falling in love with you. 
I need but to I was tell lying. I lied when I said I was falling in love with you. And she looks at him with this look of just smiling fear. And he's like, because I'm in love with you. <laughs> but, it, like, dude, don't give her a preview of how you're going to dump her one day. You know what I mean? Like, in that moment, she knows what it feels like to be dumped by you. And that's not something that you want her to be thinking about. But then, yet again, Caitlin ends the episode in tears. So. Well, Claire, who do you think is going to win? Probably Sean. Yeah, that's my feeling, too. I just think I just think she's ultimately a little more into him than she is into Nick. She genuinely likes both of them a lot. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think it's going to be Sean. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender. I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A dot com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily... I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, 
keto, vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Anyone who's been listening to this podcast for a while or even not that long knows that we love article. I mean, honestly, I'm looking around my home right now. Coffee tables from article. That lovely chair out on my deck. Article. Our big console. Article. I'm My bed frame. Article. This is an article household. It is. And it's, I mean, it was an inspiration to me. We finally got our first article piece of furniture recently, our new couch. And my husband and I are both constantly just like, how did we live before this couch? This is such an improvement over what we had before. It's so comfortable. It just seems to get more comfortable every day. I mean, it's the couch you dream of. 
And the reason that we have both been able to find ideal furniture on Article is because Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. And their team of designers are all about finding that perfect balance between style, quality, and price because we all want the best of all of those three things united in one piece of furniture, right? Plus, they're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and, you know, looks good doing it. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So today we're joined by David Flumenbaum, the managing editor of HuffPost Live. Fun fact, David also hired me at HuffPost over four years ago, and he only made me cry like three times when he was my boss. So isn't it just really nice that we can get together now and talk about our favorite TV show as equals, you know, sort of? Yeah, and if, if I had known you would be hosting this podcast, I would have been much nicer to you. Yeah, exactly. You should have thought about that back then. Hindsight is truly twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah, big mistake. So the longer the season goes on, the more the show is about this weird man blood feud between Nick and Sean rather than the romances with Caitlin. Uh, as women, we kind of are confused by all of this. Help us out, David. Well, I think Nick and Sean have sort of gone past the point of no return in their feud and once they started fighting it probably escalated um, to a degree where neither of them are, are able to take a step back and do what we might want them to do which is uh, focus on the bachelorette and not on each other I think <laughs> yeah not come off as complete assholes <laughs> yeah um, Sean seems to be um, a little too consumed with Nick. Yeah. Like, it's, like it's obsessive weird. levels. Like when he introduced, uh, when he introduced um, Caitlin to his family, the first thing he said was, if it wasn't for Nick, yeah, I would be the Yeah, but he didn't say his name. He, like, makes such a special point of not saying his name that it's more meaningful than if he said his name. It's like, it's like he who must not be named. Nick is Voldemort. Yeah. It's like such a big production. It's yeah. like he's the most important person but in Sean's But doesn't life. Sean sort of have a point? Like, wouldn't you kind of be a little irked if you're if you were the last guy plus a guy that wasn't one of the original uh, men on the show? I don't know. I'm not a guy. You have to tell us these things. I can I can understand <laughs> his I can understand his frustration. Okay. I think the frustration is understandable. Where I sort of lose it is the very intense screaming at each other and just back and forth saying, like, I never want to talk to you again. I never want to see you again in my whole life. Yeah. No, we come in, like, at the end of this, like, weird confrontation after Nick's fantasy suite date. And it's so weird. He's like, I came here to have a man-to-man conversation with you, Nick. And here's the thing. I hate you and you're a terrible person and and... and I just want to tell you to your face like a man because you're terrible. I'm never talking to you again. And he doesn't let Sean say anything. And then he leaves. And I was like, okay. Like, what what was accomplished really there? 
Well, the the strange thing is is that um, it seems like Sean is at his most comfortable talking to Nick <laughs> as opposed to talking to Caitlin. Like that's really his, that seems to be like his game. Is he 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 is really good at sort of being the macho you know, you ain't shit, like you're, you're not, you, you're not, you're no good for Caitlyn. And then when, when it gets to the scenes between Sean and Caitlyn, he doesn't seem as comfortable. He looks like a little nervous and it, it seems like, I don't know, I think, I don't want to stereotype him, but I'm going to. Um, Go it, it seems like he, he brings with him uh, some tri-state area, uh, <laughs> Connecticut bravado that the other guys just don't have um and he he he's like it's very sort of I don't know it's very sort of his his whole attitude is very sort of northeast suburban interesting yeah everyone I know from Connecticut is so nice I'm like reconsidering everything now because I would not want to be alone with Sean in like a dark alley because I, I honestly, like, if I were Kaylin, I would be watching this and I'd be a little afraid. Because he does seem very comfortable being full of rage. And when we'd meet his family and they're like, he's just the best. And I'm like, how often? Little Sean. He's yeah. just our little Sean. I was like, they the must have seen him throw tantrums. I feel like he, like, throws tantrums around them. And they're just like, oh, Sean, we can't stay mad at you. You're so cute. You're just a little baby of the family. And they, like, give him a candy bar. And he's like, oh. Because, you know, that's what you do with youngest brothers. Okay. But something that I wanted to ask both of you is how much of these fights between Nick and Sean do you think was orchestrated by the producers? I I don't know if you guys have been watching Unreal. Um, yes. The Lifetime show. About, My wife has been watching uh, it constantly. It's excellent. <laughs> you but should be I, watching. At like 7 a.m. this morning, I watched the latest episode. Oh, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, no, no spoilers or anything, but I was really struck by a line that one of the fictional contestants says, and she says, you know, they count on us losing it in here. And that really colored the way I kind of saw these these man fights. I mean, obviously, they need to be somewhat accountable for their actions. But I also can imagine the way that in both confrontations we saw, like, one of the guys was kind of waiting for the other one. It was seemed pretty forced to me. Like, it seemed like the producers probably were riling them up, being like, yeah, you need to, you need to sit down and have a man-to-man conversation. Yeah, and he was also sort of sort of lurking around, the, like, behind the, the corner of the house. It's very bizarre. You know, if you think about it logically, he had no idea when Sean was going to return from his overnight. So I don't you think have he to knew think Sean that, was on the overnight. This how is does my, he not know that? I don't get Because they're that. not, like, hanging out. He doesn't know when but, I mean, other people I think are they know the that that's what's happening during this week. If he's sitting in his house by himself, he has Sean to assume knew that, that someone was on else the is with It could be Ben. Did Sean know that? I don't know. I think Sean Sean knew. That's why he was losing his shit last week. Yeah. He's like, this so. guy Nick has already had <laughs> sex with Caitlyn once. Now he's going to have sex with her again, and I still don't well, like him. Well, he knew he was going to at some point, but did he know it was happening that night, like, before he came over? I don't know. That's unclear to me. Well, either way... Nick did seem to know that Sean would be coming around the that very corner right. at some. And then when when Sean confronts him, Sean Sean says, "I was with Caitlin all night and all day." And <laughs> what we know from that is that Nick <laughs> says to him, "Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that." 
So you might be right in the fact that Nick is sort of in the dark about what exactly is going on. But it's safe to assume if Nick's not with Caitlin, then someone else is with Caitlin. They're right. not wasting either, time. Does she either get ben rest days? Because I'm assuming that she's up all night, right? Like <laughs> She should get a break between each overnight. She should get a overnight. day in between. Is, you need recovery. Just for the sake of the later guys, too. Like, you don't want to have her like, oh, sorry, I'm just so tired. I was up all night with never mind. Just, you know, yada, yada, yada. But things to happen. answer your question about Sean's rage and, and the fighting, you also have to consider the fact that Caitlin doesn't have the benefit of witnessing Sean's rage. She just hears about this secondhand, right? True. She doesn't. She right. she doesn't see their their confrontations. We can For only the most assume. Part, she brings up what Nick said during her fantasy suite date with Sean, and the Eskimo she Brothers she gets thing. a little taste of how Sean reacts. Yes, because he just sort of he doesn't deny it. First of all. And he gets really blustery, and he says, Nick is just a terrible person. He's a terrible person. He gets really red, and then he, like, refuses to talk about it anymore. I think we all just want to know which country singer yeah, he's Eskimo That's what I was with. leading up to. <laughs> I'm dying to know. Yeah. <laughs> Any so- guesses? <laughs> someone said on Twitter the other day that he's a big fan of Jason Aldean, which I'd never heard I of. I don't him. even know who that is. I know. I know Jason Aldean. Oh, yeah. I yeah. look. I looked up some of his lyrics, and they're pretty sexist, so I could believe <laughs> that. Um, also, like, we need to talk about Eskimo Brothers, because I didn't really know this was a thing until this season. and I definitely had heard the term. Yeah. Not, not often. I had heard the term. I, I've certainly never used the term. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard it yeah. used in casual conversation. Does it mean d- the same night or just? I don't think oh, I don't it. Know. I don't. I don't think it has to mean the same night. In this case, it, it was does. The same night. He was very clear about that. <laughs> just to, he was like, "We're Eskimo brothers because we 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 did it with the same girl on the same night, and I did it first. But those things don't all have to be present. Perhaps the next Bachelorette. <laughs> So they're all Eskimo brothers now, is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. I mean, oh, yeah, well, how do you think he feels about being Eskimo brothers with, with Nick? And with Ben H. I think, well, I think probably, he's fine I with think it with bros. Ben H. Yeah, also, is it, have we dropped the H officially? It's, she just referred to him as Ben the whole night. So I Ben mean, Z has been forgotten even about. Ben Z, right? Like, he's history. He's just Ben. Yeah. Well, on <laughs> the mental all next ben. week, we'll have to give well, them initials again. Ben. Um, but we need to talk about the term Eskimo brother. <laughs> a little more. A little bit more. I, I don't know the derivation, but I would <laughs> bet a lot of money that the derivation and the, the history of the term is extremely offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, yeah, it's like Indian giving. That. It's like this group of people does this thing that we find a little bit, a little bit seedy. Right? Like, I'm, not I sure. just don't... I'm not sure that the show has ever been known for its progressivism and political no, correctness. that's true. No. Or yeah. racial sensitivity. But, the other interesting thing is, is it, it seems like, you know, the term being offensive aside, that's the worst thing that Nick could come up with to try to badmouth Sean to Caitlin. Right. Honestly, I, I don't think it seems that... See, it bad. seems really bad to me, and Caitlin seemed bothered by it, too. Well, I think it's, as Caitlin, that is an anecdote that would bother you. It seems kind of gross. But it's not necessarily something that I'm surprised might come up if you have a bunch 
of men or honestly women in a house where all they have to do is talk to each other and they're sharing sex stories at yeah, some point. It's, all, like it's like I'm, a petri dish of bravado. If I'm dating someone, I would be grossed out to hear that. Yeah, I don't think that was an anecdote meant for Caitlin. Right. I don't really want to hear much about my... meant for you, Claire. (laughs) Clearly. They should have thought of me when they were putting this together. But I just mean, like, I don't think that that was, like, necessarily a bad idea. I mean, I think that it makes sense for Nick to tell her that because I can see why she would be bothered to know that. That is true. And and it's, it's a solid thing. So many of them, like, go to her about Nick and they're just like... I just don't like him, man. I just, I don't like him. You know, I don't like him. And that's like absolutely nothing, you know? And he's at least like, I don't like Sean. And he said that he's Eskimo Brothers with a country singer, which is like, okay, but at least it's something. I think that's a really interesting point is, is that uh, like, I'm, I'm so tired also of the, the, you know, Nick's the worst. He's got he's got bad intentions. He he he's not here for the right reason. They're literally basing that off, off zero things. Exactly right. There's there's absolute. There hasn't been a single thing that that guy has has done wrong. They just don't like the fact that he's there. And and what's interesting is that, um, at least to me, is that um, these guys l- are, look their worst when they are focusing on each other but it never occurs to them that that's that it's that they should probably stop doing that or it's not a good idea to be focusing on each other um they're constantly they're constantly when when he was with Caitlyn and Caitlyn brought up the when Sean was with Caitlyn and Caitlyn brought up the Eskimo kiss I mean, whatever. That would Eskimo be adorable brother. if he was like, Sean um, said that he Eskimo kissed a country singer. You know what I mean. Eskimo brother. Um, immediately you saw in Sean's face that he was thinking to himself, I'm going to go get this guy. I'm going to go get this guy. As soon as I'm done with this overnight, I'm going to go get this guy. And that's what he did. As soon as he left, as soon as he left the overnight date, he start, he, he was like, you know, stomping back to whatever. Right. I think he was more yeah. focused on you know, verbally beating the shit out of Nick than he was in reveling in the apparently good time he had with Caitlin. We didn't even get a post-sexy night morning scene with the two of them. See, I just think that Caitlin's going to pick Sean because even though he, like, sucks and appears to be sulking, like, half the time that they're together, she still keeps him around. And that just shows a lot of commitment. <laughs> like, I would be like, Sean, you're ruining this for me. I'm going to keep NH instead at this point. But did you think that that did you think during the rose ceremony that there was a good chance of that happening? I actually thought she was going to send Nick home because I thought that she was fed up with having them both there. Oh, no, there was no way she was sending Nick or Sean home. It was from moment one, I was like, "Okay, Ben, these are your last moments on this show." But she, she really, just doesn't like. She, she didn't really like Ben as wanted much. To, she really wanted to to have it be someone who wasn't involved in a weird male yes. mutual obsession. Well, ben is clearly the better guy of the three of them, or the one who was handling himself the best at right. least, but not for not the better guy for her. Right. Well, his his strategy was sort of stay above the fray and just focus on the bachelorette, which is the you know should be the correct strategy. His strategy failed. Right. He had he had no he had no conflicts. But um, he also like didn't have 
a great connection with her. Like, during their date, she said, like, it just gets so much better every time. And I'm like, as the other person, what I hear when someone says that to me is, like, it started out really bad. And now it's, like, better. You know, like, we started down here. And, like, things are getting better. Like, we're able to have a conversation now. And that's kind of how their relationship was. I think she likes Ben H. She thinks he's really cute. She thinks he's a really good guy. He's going to be a great bachelor. Yeah, he'll be a great is that, bachelor. Is that like a definite that he's going to be the bachelor? No. I feel fairly certain that that's going to I feel happen. good about it. He was getting a strong bachelor at it. Yeah. Was he just, was he just, my question about Ben H, I'm going to continue to call him Ben H. You may. Was he just sort of like too, was he just too young and too boring for her? Yes. Was that just, that's it? I think that's it. I think so. I think also, like, Caitlin is really fun. Like, like I think that she likes people that she can joke around with and be silly with. And Ben is so, like, earnest right. in ben a way that's... very earnest. Like, when she broke up with him, he just, like, was describing things that were happening in a way that was very, like, flat and just, like... It would be nice to be together, but that's not what's going to happen. And I'm going to get in the car and drive away. And I was like, very monotone. It was just like very much what he's been like on the show. And I just don't see Caitlin connecting with someone like that in a a like permanent way. But he's perfect and inoffensive and very attractive and kind. So he will make a great bachelor. Do do we think he was bad in bed? He might. I might have been mediocre. You know, it's not about being bad and bad. It's about being compatible and bad, and it's about communication. And I don't like to. I don't like to label people as being bad and bad. You know. Well, I just think it's an interesting question. She, 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 she had slept with Nick previously. She slept with Sean. We can only assume on their overnight, and she also slept with Ben. And she came to the rose ceremony, and she got rid of one of them. Well, I think the thing is that sex is probably you know usually better with people that you're really into, and she's really into Nick and Sean. So it wouldn't surprise me if the sex was also better with them. She did seem like pretty connected with Ben the morning after they had like the morning after shot, and they were like really cuddly, which makes me think that it wasn't bad. I doubt it was bad. I think nothing with Ben was bad. I just don't think any of it was as good as with right. Sean and Nick. It was just like the standard option. It was the standard issue fantasy suite. And that's exactly experience. what you want in a bachelor. What do you guys think? <laughs> what do you guys think the overnight was like with Sean? You think there was just so much pent up tension? <laughs> I I'm just Claire? like I, <laughs> I'm just envisioning Sean just being, like, wanting to, like, take out all of his, like, pent-up rage and, like, and, like, uh, feelings of of resentment. And uh, Caitlin being like, I don't know what's happening, but he's, I'm really into him, so, okay. Just because, like, I can't imagine Sean of handling it well. I can't. I bet they had a great time. I think, they I, had a really, they I think they had a really great I time. I hope they did. Just the morning after was so weird when he was leaving and they both well, we looked sort of like We didn't see their morning sullen. after. But he was, we saw him, leave, him leaving and they both looked kind of sullen. I bet they had a great time. They must and have. And they did, they, did they did 
do a strange shot of her watching him leave. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah. Where she looked very sad. Yeah. And I thought that that, that was going to exactly. lead to something. He was like sort of walking away in his like silly long john things. <laughs> yeah. I loved all of their uh, walks of shame. <laughs> like from a castle in Ireland. Oh my God. Yes. The castles. Also, Sean called his hotel room a castle. Did you notice that? No. Everything is a castle in Ireland. Um, but yeah, I thought that they seemed, they both seemed a little down after the overnight date. And it made me think that things were like a little weird. Also, they just had that weird tense conversation where he was like, I refuse to talk about this with you. This being like Nick and the Eskimo brother thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, presumably they know. had the whole night to discuss other things. Yeah. Work things out. Off camera. Yeah. <laughs> I hear makeup sex is, like, nice or whatever. (laughs) So, Flume, we want to hear from you. Who do you think is going to win this thing? And is it the person you hope will win this thing? I think the person who's going to win is the person who I've wanted to win um, throughout the season, and that's Sean. Um, I think, for, for whatever reason, Caitlin sees something in Sean that um, she keep, keeps him around despite all of his, you know, his rage and his, um, you know, his his sort of obsession with Nick being there and how he shouldn't be there. Um, and to be honest, like over the last few weeks, we haven't gotten to see a lot of good Sean. And at, last night sort of was the return of good Sean. And we sort the viewers were all reminded of why we like him and why Caitlin likes him. And... For some reason, I think uh, he's going to win. Um, I do think that um, that she likes Nick, so that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out or, or what what happens um, to see how she makes her choice. But just you know, whatever for whatever reason, she seems to really like Sean. And who do you think is going to be the next Bachelor? Um, I think it's going to be Ben H. Boy, would it be interesting to, to have Ian be the next Bachelor. Oh, my gosh. Um, that would be amazing. But I, I don't really see that happening. That guy's sort of too much of a head case. Thanks so yeah, much for coming I, on today, David. It's been really fun chatting with you pleasure, about The guys. Bachelor. My pleasure, guys. And I look forward to the next to the, the, the end of the season. Yeah. And to hear what you guys are going to say about it. Well, I hope we won't disappoint. You will, certainly will not. And now, welcome to Feminism Fails, where we rate the most cringeworthy anti-lady moments of the week on our patented Feminism Fail Scale. One, choose your choice. Two, meh, you get a pass. Three, not cool people. Four, the 1950s are definitely back. Five, gender equality is straight up dead. So... This week, we only have one feminism fail that we really wanted to highlight. Now that we're down to two guys, you know. There's just not that many standout anti-feminist moments. It's just, you know, obviously the whole construct. Right. Yeah, that part gets worse and worse. (laughs) But at a certain point in this episode, Sean says that Nick has been acting like a 16-year-old girl. Bum, bum, bum. He couldn't just leave it at 16-year-old. Had to be girl. I'm Only gonna... girls talk shit about yeah. other people, Claire. Didn't you know that? Sixteen-year-old boys are mature. They're different. Also, judging from this show, 
men in their 20s and 30s are mature and never talk shit about anyone else. Yeah, I was like, look at look at yourself, Sean. Look at yourself right now. We're going to give that at least a three. But, you know, it's it might be worse than a three. Look at yourself, Sean. Look into your soul. And now it's time for the tweet of the week. We love live tweeting The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. That's at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon, by the way. And we'll be highlighting our favorite singers from Bachelor Nation every episode. This week, our top tweet is from Andrea Laventhal. That's at Andy Labs. Caitlin and Ben don't seem to have a ton of sexual chemistry. Their sweaters, however, are basically humping each other. So true. So the best quote of the episode goes to sweet, sweet Ben H. These donkeys have thick haircuts, he says, about the donkeys they meet on their date. They really did have sick haircuts. Kind of like the mohawk that Caitlin attempted to give Joshua. Yeah, but done by like a better pair of clippers. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Our producer is Caitlin Bogucki, and our audio engineer is Brad Shannon. Thanks to our guest, David Flumenbaum. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon, and on email at HereToMakeFriends at HuffingtonPost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Save big money on everything for your projects. Now at Menards. We have it all for garden and landscaping essentials. Visit our outdoor garden center today and update your backyard space. Grid accents lattice panels have a timeless design with an innovative design that's simple to install and requires almost no maintenance. Save big on lattice panel options at Menards. View our entire selection of garden center products today on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards.